Welcome to Signs of Hope, a series by Mater Day Radio, telling the stories of how God is working here in the Pacific Northwest. My name is Sarah Kinsey, your host, and welcome to a short bonus episode. As part of our local vocations project, I was able to record two short interviews with two seminarians from the Archdiocese of Portland. These interviews were shorter than our normal podcast, but I wanted to make sure I shared these with you because I loved hearing from both of these seminarians and everything that they had to share about their vocation and their journey and also the advice that they would offer to others who are considering a vocation. We had to find a few short minutes to record these during the Rosary Bowl in October and step outside where it was sometimes windy, but I still think that you'll really enjoy um, what they have to say. So here are Andy Sanchez and Marcos Alvarado sharing about their experience as seminarians for the Archdiocese of Portland. My name is Andy Sanchez. I am a seminarian for the Archdiocese of Portland here. And I'm currently in my first year of theology studies over at Mount Angel Abbey and Seminary. So I think the the biggest support that I've had in my own vocational discernment really has really come from my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my late mother, you know, mm-hmm. was definitely on board. She was always the one um, pushing me to come to know Jesus, to love Jesus, even to the extent of just saying simple things like, you know, Jesus loves you. You know, and it, it was something. It was something that I always carry with. That I always carry with me. My father was has also been supportive, and is still now very supportive. And it's just been such a blessing having him, having him have my back, having him in my corner, um, along with all my other siblings who, you know, they're um, they're seeking their own vocations, and they're all adults living their particular lives. But just knowing that they also support me as well, um, and. To kind of complement that as well, I think the support of just everybody that I've encountered so far, you know, um, Archbishop Sample himself has been a huge supporter and a supporter of not just me, but also all of my other brothers and seminarians in our discernment. I've had great spiritual fathers like Father Tim Furlow over at St. Patrick's, who I had the pleasure of working with during my pastoral year. He's been, he's been such a huge impact in my discernment. Father Jeff Irvin, who's just supported me ever since coming out here to Oregon as well, and now currently with Father Peter Julia as our current vocation director. So there's just the constant support from these spiritual fathers, and just in the way that they support us, they really model for us seminarians, and myself especially, like what does it mean to be a spiritual father? You know, it's one thing to say, what it's one thing to say what that looks like but it's another to really live it out and to live out that example so that way the next generation of priests can always look back to and say this is what it looks like now that i'm in the midst of all the studies and the books and the homework and just everything that goes on in seminary life you know and i don't think a lot of people realize that it is a challenge sometimes you know there are the moments where it it gets tough you know it gets a bit hard but prayer is really the foundation. Prayer is your anchor, you know, because prayer is, at least in my own experience so far, prayer is the constant reminder of not what I'm doing, but who I'm doing it for. Who is this geared to? And it's ultimately, it's ultimately Jesus Christ, you know, because 
You have the studies, which are important. You have the formation, which is important. You have everything that encompasses seminary formation, but it all points to Christ, you know. And prayer is prayer is really what helps you come to know Jesus on a deeper level, in a more personal level, to respond to His love through prayer. So that way, when we're really living our living out our vocation, you know, people can really see the Christ that's in us. Seek to be holy first. That's really that, that's really the the first step in it is desire to be holy, desire to become a saint. But more important, more importantly, desire to love Christ as he as he ought to be loved by us but in the way that each of us are called to. You know, if you're discerning marriage, you know, go for it. Discern it. You have nothing to lose. If you're discerning religious life, you have nothing to lose. Go for it. If you're even thinking about the priesthood, you know, if there's anyone out there who's even thinking about the priesthood or it's come across their mind, they have absolutely nothing to lose. And in any vocation, there's nothing to lose but there's so much more that can be gained. All they have to do is just have the courage just to go and see, go and see where the Lord's calling them, where the Lord is leading them. Just surrender, surrender it all, and you'll never be disappointed. Hi, my name is Marcos Alvarado. I am originally from Ecuador, but I'm living in Eugene for more than 15 years. I love the Archdiocese of Portland and I am a seminarian. This is my fourth year in philosophy. Um, so my, my discerning process, uh, at least to go into the seminary, um, is, is part in two parts. Uh, when I was back in Ecuador, I got the blessing to go to a retreat with, with some of the priests. It was a vocational retreat. And that kind of was my first call. Um, but then... Around that time, I had to uh, move, so I came here when everything went crazy because I didn't speak the language, I didn't know anybody. Uh, so that was a little, a little not sad, but uh, but I couldn't focus on my vocation. So then I started focusing on learning English uh, more than anything. Then I started working, and just as a cultural aspect in my mind, I couldn't become a seminary anymore. Uh, because in, in the Hispanic culture, you enter the seminary very young. You don't really enter, you know, when you're older. Uh, but one of my friends reached out to me and said, hey, let's go to a retreat. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but I don't want to go by myself. I said, okay, he's a good friend of mine. So I said, let's go. I'll, I'll, I'll be there with you. Uh, five minutes from the place, he tells me, hey, Archbishop is going to be there. And I said, what kind of retreat is this? got to be a really good one. I mean, Archbishop's going to be there? And then he said, oh, it's a vocational retreat. And then I, you know, everything came back to me. I like, oh, no, I, I know my vocation. I would like to go and, and explore. I, I want to be in the seminary. Uh, but other, you know, I was just thinking about that. After the retreat, Archbishop came to me and said, well, Marcos, what do you think? I know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Uh, so I said, yes, I would like to be a seminarian, I would like to be a priest, but I just don't know um, 
how to do it because once I'm old and he said, well, that's, don't worry about it. Here you can just come and, and, and try out. I was like, okay. Second thing was my language. I was like, I don't know if my English is going to be good enough to study, um, which he said, well, you can try that out and see how that works. And my third thing was finance. Well, I don't have the money to pay, you know, college. And then he said, well, don't worry about it because God provides. Uh, after that, I couldn't say anything else. I was like, well, well, I think those are all my needs, um, which he said, age is not a problem. So I got in. Then he said, language is not a problem. You just go there and try it out. This is my fourth year in philosophy. Can't believe I'm, I'm studying philosophy, actually. <laughs> uh, so it's great. And the finance, I just have to say thanks to everybody who supports us in there because I legitimately wouldn't be able to do this without your support. Uh, so that that's kind of my, my story of how I, I became a seminarian. And as I said, this is my fourth year and I am loving it and I am excited to start theology, which is the second the second phase uh, for a seminarian. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my, my seminary stuff. Vocation is, is kind of hard because if you ask someone, especially from high school, what would you like to do? Usually the answer is, I don't know. Um, and, that, and that's a truth for everybody. But I think something that, that to keep in mind is start trying vocations that you can try. Uh, for example, you cannot get married and then say, well, this wasn't my vocation, and then go. It, it's, it's just harder that way. But you can definitely go and find if your vocation, especially to a consecrated life, uh, if there is joining an order or being a seminarian and become a priest or uh, being a religious order, uh, that you can do. That you can do. You can go and, and see if that's actually your call. And if it's not, there is no shame living. It's actually better because now you are sure that that is not your vocation. That happened to me. I, uh, I was dating and, and there is always the idea, right? Like, oh, yeah, it would be nice to get married. But... If you think about it, I had that since I was in Echoes. I was when I was like 17 or something. I had that in my heart. Like, I would like to try. I would like to see my vocation into the priesthood because I feel the call, right? I can, I can hear it clearly. Uh, and as soon as I, I enter the seminary, then you start, you start fighting with yourself. Like, oh, I don't know if this is it. Uh, because you cannot discern in six weeks. You cannot discern in one year. You cannot find someone and then get married in a month, you know? You gotta try it out. And after a four after four years in the seminary, I am sure I, I would like to be a priest. But that's that's the, the beauty of, of the priesthood. That's the beauty of, of the vocation. That you can try it out. You can it helps you to, to know yourself better. With that, I would say for any of you who is thinking about or, or not even thinking about, but just have that little idea of hey, you know, it would be nice to go to a seminary. Or it would be nice to go to a religious order because that, that's what attracts you. I would say try it out. Just go for it. Because that's the only way that you would know. I got some fears. Yes, me too. I, I fear to go to a seminar because I didn't know how it was going to go. But right now I'm very happy. And I am I'm living the life that I wanted. Uh, I'm getting prepared for what I want to do, for how I want to share my life with God, with the people. 
but you don't know that if you don't take that step. Um, so I would suggest to everybody, just take that step. Don't be afraid. Jesus said it all the time. Do not be afraid. Just just do it. Um, and that's not a slogan. Just go ahead and do it. Uh, worst case scenario, which is not the worst case scenario, but people say it like that. Worst case scenario, you get out of the seminary, right? But it's not because now you have a better in, uh, a better understanding of yourself, a better understanding of your vocation. So now you know for sure what you want to do. Yes, so go. Don't be afraid. For those who are thinking, for those who are meditating upon the vocation, but there is always something from the world who is pulling you back. Uh, with this, I mean fears. There is always fears. Am I going to be able to make it? Or am I going to be able to sustain myself because I'm not working anymore? Uh, am I worthy? No, we're not. We're not worthy, but we are called to do this. Um, don't be afraid. As, as Archbishop told me once, God will provide. And, and that's, that's especially what you're here. Just trust in Him. Um, I can't say it's going to be perfect. I can't say it's going to be easy because it's not. But what is easy? Everything that, that brings this, I would say, I, would, I don't even want to say excitement because for some people it's not exciting. But what is worth, it's always hard. If you think about it, our salvation, it wasn't easy. Jesus carried the cross. He was beaten up. He died on the cross. But that's not the end. Then he resurrected. Now we're saved. But now it's our part to do it. And it's going to be hard. Sure, it's going to be hard. It's going to be like a cross, right? Just carry your cross and then keep going. But you always have to think about that we're going to resurrect at some point. Because that's our hope. And if you think about that, then there is no fear. Why are you afraid? Just leave every fear, leave everything behind. Trust God. And then keep moving forward. He's not going to force you to do anything. God is going to ask you. That's why vocation is a calling. He's going to call you. But whether we respond or not, that's on us. And whether we want to be as happy as we can be, that's on us. So I would say, don't be afraid. Just say yes to the Lord and, and then find out. And don't be afraid. Some people say, oh, because everybody who goes to the seminary ends up being a priest. No, that's not true. That's not true. A lot of our friends, they come, they test it out, and they say, my, this is not my vocation, and then they go. Um, so don't be afraid of that. Uh, just put in your mind that whatever God wants is whatever is better for you. And I believe right now He is blessing me and He knows what I want. And all the gifts, all the things that you know how to do, all the skills, trust me, God will use it once you enter the seminary, once you enter your order, once you enter anywhere. Once you give your life to God, He will use everything that He has already given you. So don't be afraid and just keep moving forward. Please make sure that you also check out our video that goes along with this podcast because you can see both Andy and Marcos and the joy that they both exude and how excited they are about the priesthood. And in turn, that makes me really hopeful for the future of the church um, here in the Portland Archdiocese. 
That brings us to the end of this short bonus episode. We'll see you next time on Signs of Hope, and may God bless you. Signs of Hope is produced by Mantra Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. Find this show on your favorite podcast platform and our free Hail Mary Media app, along with a wide range of our locally produced shows, prayer library, radio live stream, and more. Details are also available on materdayradio.com.